0: Today is September 14th and the Yankees magic number is 14 after they sweep the Red Sox in two games. Hey, let's talk about it. Let's talk Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, presented to you by SeatGeek. Use promo code Yanks uh, for $20 off your first time purchasing tickets on the SeatGeek app. It's super easy to use. Uh, green, yellow, red bubbles dictate to you the best deals on there. Uh, and $20 off. So, download the app. It's super easy to use. I used it earlier this year, and I think I might be using it soon because I'm trying to sneak as many Yankee games I can the rest of the way, especially if there's something big going on at the stadium, wink wink, nudge, nudge. So go use SeatGeek. Geek. Uh code Yanks, twenty dollars off. Your first tickets. As you can tell by the deep baritone, raspy voice of myself, Jake Storielli, uh Jimmer had to run out. Uh we we were he was here. I think he'll have no problem disclosing this. Uh just brutal headache. He could not shake, uh, to the point that just could, came upon him. Couldn't look at light. Uh which is a big part of our whole office. there is actually hopefully we'll be able to laugh tomorrow when he wakes up and he's feeling better that uh you know all of our rooms have automated light sensors at the office uh so every room he was walking into just trying to get away from the light <laughs> the light just <laughs> Sneak attack on so takes a sec it's so uh if you're there and maybe you're a twitter person tweeted tweeted John boy give him some love he he had a piercing one, and we said we got it, so it's me. Biebs, two-game sweep over the Boston Red Sox, which is an easy one to celebrate with you guys. I'll even have the live chat open because we might need you guys more today. Um, Man, I guess starting off, we do some housekeeping and some, you know, it's back to general excitement. That had been out of the start of the episode for a little while now. Uh, a lot of it was hoping, waiting, wishing for who's healthy or what can go better. The Red Sox, a la the Twins, were a good dose of medicine. And let's be honest, uh, the Red Sox are not a good baseball team this year. You know, the play the Yankees scored three runs on, they should have scored zero, would have made it a very <laughs> different game. Even that play in the ninth inning uh, where the center fielder runs into the wall and there's some panic after that. Uh, you know, I, I think a better Red Sox team in previous years gives us a little more of a run, but the Yankees win two more games. They're officially hot. I mean, wins lost wise. Uh, they lost the last game to the twins and the first game in the race series. Otherwise they've won one, two, three, four. Uh, so eight and two in their last 10. I was gonna say, I believe that's, that's the stat I see going around. That's eight and two in the last 10 division lead is at six. Against the Rays, who were their division competitors. The Twins, who were leading the Central for a while. They've fallen off. And then two in Fenway, as the Yankees will have another off day. Uh, And then they will head to Milwaukee, uh, where the Brewers are fighting with their season on the line. It's going to be interesting to see who they have lined up, because we know they have some very good starting pitchers. Um, High end. Let's see. Uh, ESPN says Alexander Hauser and Woodruff, so it doesn't look like Burns, who's who's their bad man. Ah, but we will get into that and we'll recap yeah. that Sunday. Uh Peeps, how are you doing? Me Amigo? Two games sweep in Boston.
1: Hard to be doing too bad. Right. Yeah, you it know, looks like Hauser, Woodruff,
0: Alexander
1: and Milwaukee. Sure. Um, yeah, feeling good. Yanks in a nice spot. The conversations we can have around the office again, which we were getting to have very prematurely uh, and then had to stop. Yeah. um, Yeah. Back to fun conversations.
0: All the fun playoff roster conversations. And who would you rather play in the playoffs? We kind of had to stop doing those for a little bit. Uh, But with the Blue Jays playing the Rays, funny enough, the Rays are now seven and a half back. The Jays are six back. Uh, which is actually seven because the Yankees have a tiebreaker over them. So the Yankees have one more three-game set with Toronto. But again, like we talked about uh, in the midweek episode, things would really have to fall apart. And things are just looking up and up. And I guess we'll do some quick housekeeping. Um, Housekeeping is brought to you by uh, John Boy Media because we've got a couple quick updates for you. One, uh, our Warehouse Games channel is popping off. Mini-golf has been insane. People are loving it. If you think you might be into it, you're definitely into it. Go check it out. Uh, we are having a boxing live stream that came up this weekend, Saturday. We thought our guy Dan Kenobia was going. Um, him, Ronnie, and Chris Algieri, new co-host of Inside Boxing Live. Uh, awesome dude. He's been in some real boxing matches. I think he went against Pacquiao.
1: Yeah, I think uh,
0: so, like, he's, he's the real so. deal. Um, so, if you're in the boxing world at all, uh, make sure you're checking out our stream this weekend, and we'll have all sorts of posts on John Boy Media and stuff like that. Dan's awesome. Big Yankee fan, if that helps you guys. Algeria's from Long Island. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet against him if we're playing that card. Ronnie, so a Yankee fan. Ronnie's and a Yankee the man, fan. and He's the, man. the
1: man. Damn, I'm sure you can tweet Yankee stuff at him. He watches.
0: Yeah, uh, so that's good if you're into boxing. And then baseball today continues to roll. If you're looking to get your fill of anything baseball, uh, baseball today on Amp. Go check them out. Chris Rose, Trevor Plouffe, uh, they do uh, they do their show, and then they take live questions on the app, so you can be a part of the show. Really cool. It's really good. Chris Rose is a killer. And uh, Trev's awesome. Trev's our guy. Uh, so especially as we get closer to playoffs, if you maybe have some other questions about some other teams around the league, that's a good spot. Or us on talking baseball. Or me and Biebs on Wake and Jake. Watch Ooh. out. Um, so baseball
1: today, truly, best way to get a little dose of your baseball oh, yeah. and uh, be caught up on like everything
0: Monday through Bloof, Friday. Bluefin Rose. They Don't miss a story. Yeah. Rose doesn't miss a story, and Trev's yeah. lucky to be there. Trev's uh, around. Code baseball today on the AMP app if you want to check that out live. All right, so that brings us to housekeeping. Uh, let's go around the horn. Jose Trevino's back, had a baby, hit a ball off the monster. Yeah.
1: Hit in each update. game?
0: I believe so. I think so. Uh, Rizzo. Rizzo, first base. Um, that's an important one. It seems like from the quotes... They're saying he could be in play for Sunday in Milwaukee. Why myself, Jimmy, Biebs, and any Yankee fan is probably a little skeptical of that. It seems like with the Yankees' new regained courage in their standings by winning that Rays series and, and now winning some more, I think Anthony Rizzo, who's had a bad back all year, to fly him out to Milwaukee to potentially play one game and then fly him back, Kind of doesn't seem worth it, uh, you know. I I think the only deepest Jakey, I don't know if it's an optimist cut or whatever you label it, but would be if they really think Rizzo could play on Sunday and then there's an off day the next day. Yeah. So that's kind of the built-in off if, day the Yankees like when guys come back. But that's still if that, there
1: wasn't the travel aspect, I'd say I'd be more. Uh, in on he'll be back Sunday gets the off day two in a row off day that they that they usually like
0: and I uh, mean it, Montes Tayon Garrett Cole on the final day and this is the Yankees third to last road trip and the final two are Toronto back home yep. and then Texas to finish the year which yep. hopefully that series won't matter the others are just one set. So, uh, I don't know. We'll see if that develops at all. Marwin's been at first. He had his first kind of slip up tonight, but he had a big homer the night before, and it, it's obviously a drop-off from Rizzo to Marwin playing first yeah. base. You'd assume at this point they're going to play safe with it. And why wouldn't you? If, you, if you're going to do all that stuff in August to rest guys, the fact that you've earned up this little bit of extra credit now, I, I think they'd do that. So, we'll see. Uh, second base, no DJ update. Not really. He's not not good there.
1: There's, there's really been nothing
0: great. There's good Glaber updates. Those will come later in the episode. I think he's getting mentioned. Shortstops, no injuries there. Third base, Donaldson's been back. I don't think there's anything to update there. Yeah. Uh, you're going to the outfield. There's no Benintendi update. There's no Carpenter update. Uh, there is a Harrison Bader. He's playing games. Uh, He's doing well. He hit another home run tonight. Last time we checked on him, he stole a base. Uh, They are aiming for that Pittsburgh, the 20th date, the same day that we think Rizzo was coming. And a credit to my guy, Jimmer Fredette, John Boy. He was kind of on at first that he thought that would be the date. Um, I do think that that date has changed, and Jimmy agreed with me on this, that if the Yankees didn't grab the division earlier, I think you might be seeing Rizzo. early on in Milwaukee. I think you might be seeing Bader, but the fact that they've earned some more leash back, um, I think that 20th, Pittsburgh, uh, talked about it in the Mm midweek, I think that's when you're going to have Harrison Bader, Rizzo, and what's going to feel like a very different Yankee team than we've been watching for the past couple weeks, months.
1: I think specifically they said Bader, who homered tonight, bomb if you haven't seen... The videos on on social media. Um, I think they said the off day tomorrow. Then they want him to play back to back and center. And then I think he's good. He'd yeah, an off day,
0: travel to Pittsburgh. Yeah, clean. So, yeah, Pittsburgh's at Yankee Stadium. Pit- yeah, yeah, traveled traveled for the, the Pittsburgh for the Pittsburgh series. game. Uh, and then Araldis Chapman will be meeting mm. the team. Uh, in Milwaukee, so... I think they said activated Friday. And right? I think, again, think about everything we just talked about with those guys. Rizzo, we know who he is. If he's healthy, he's in the lineup kind of no matter what. Uh, Harrison Bader with where our outfield is at. Let's see. But if he looks anything like the Harrison Bader that's been reported to us, right now he'd be battling for playing time with Andujar, Hicks, and Cabrera. Harrison Bader is a pretty good major league outfielder that if he looks anything like he's supposed to, uh, you start penciling that guy in. We'll see. It becomes a question of how you line it up. Aroldis Chapman is going to have to earn his keep the rest of the way. Uh, He's joining the team in Milwaukee. And if you hear it on the broadcast, you hear it on the pregame, you hear it on the postgame, you hear it on Talking Yanks, it is becoming one of the biggest... Most fun conversations in Yankee land. And we'll probably do it in a couple midweek eps going the rest of the way. I enthuse you to do it at home. Try to put together a Yankee bullpen with Araldis Chapman. If he comes back and he looks like Araldis Chapman and he makes $20 million a year or whatever, Like they're going to the f- figure that out. Um, Scott F. Ross, who is closing games, <laughs> briefly for the Yankees, he threw a live BP today. He should be joining the team. I wouldn't be surprised if that's maybe Pittsburgh as well.
1: Um and then I would I think by the time we're here
0: Sunday, we'll have one of We'll a have the official update, yeah, the official timeline. update on him. Uh Miguel Castro, we last heard he was throwing in the minor leagues. Try to fit that guy into your playoff bullpen. It's near impossible. Uh and then Zach Britton, the other complete wild card. We had some quotes this week. Uh that Yankees, tea leaves-wise, didn't look fantastic. The only other side of it that would be, because he actually just got moved up to Triple AAA. Uh, so he went low A to 2 to 3, I believe. And, uh, you know, last we talked about it at A, he looked pretty good. Uh, the Yankees kind of came out and said they're not, you know, they're not writing him into their postseason plans yet. Uh, you know, he... There was no spring training this year. This is his first time back. I think they're just lowering the expectation a little bit. And the other thing, the Yankees, we do know the Yankees like a little bit of a sneak attack. Remember when they batted Rizzo leadoff in the playoff game last year? They had only done that once. That if Zach Britton, I don't know. I mean, we're up against it. The season ends October 5th. If he's not up here by...
1: I don't know how much time he needs... For it to be possible to prove you're good to go when they have
0: a lot of arms deserving right. of being on the playoffs. And to, to prove yourself at the major league level, let's say he got called up a week from today. It's September 21st. That means he's got two and a half weeks to show that he's ready to be Zach Britton in the bullpen. I don't know. It's it's looking... That looks less optimistic, especially when you compare the Yankees' arms in the bullpen, compared to, let's say, we get a good Matt Carpenter update next week, and we need to find a spot for him on the team. I mean, currently on the Yankees' roster, I know it's expanded, but Florial, Hicks, um, Tilo. we know we do want him for speed, but Andrew Harlick... Raza. You know, and it's... <clears throat> not to sound silly, but if if... He could get three games of at bats. They essentially did that with Stan previously. So, yeah. um, so Zach Britton, uh, if it was that chart, the emoji chart, it's the blue one going down a little bit. Um, Bader, Rizzo, those are kind of going up.
1: Feels like Britton would be uh, if he gets back, like good for him. it'd be they'd use him to give other guys a rest, let him take an inning, but. I would guess we see him at some point, and that'll be really nice for Zach Britton.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love that for Zach. Let's get into the games. Is there any other housekeeping? Don't think so. Oh, well, I think that's basically it. And no savvy news or anything? Has he done the, that last rehab game? I believe that's going to be this weekend, and it would line him up for next Thursday, I think everyone was saying. Or Feels m-
1: right in my heart.
0: Or maybe it's the twenty first. It's the Pirates, and we're doing a yes stream for that. So guys, still crazy times uh, in Yankee Land. Again, like Domingo, Herman, Jamison, Tyone, Frankie, Montas, Sevi, uh, Nestor, and Cole seem like they're a lock at the top. Definitely Cole. Definitely Nestor.
1: So it's hard unless there's some weird matchup stuff. I, hard to imagine it not being that.
0: I would, uh, you know, in your Yankee group chat, start the conversation because that could get you through a full day. If you don't have a Yankee group chat, tweet at any of our Yankee people at John Boy Media and they will be happy to respond to you. So hmm. that's that. We should do these two games in Boston. They are two games. The Yankees did sweep flashing red lights. Remember that? A postseason's coming, people. Almost blinded me to start the season, if anyone remembers that Uh, Strobe effect, too intense. Something you should remember is cuts. Guys, there's no one I know who has more style than professional athletes. I've been compared to a guy that was on the Yankees taxi squad this series. Uh, Name rhymes with Ryler Shade. Cuts is with a bunch of MLB powerhouse dudes. Bryce Harper. One of the swaggiest dudes in the game. Walker Bueller, a friend of ours, really cool dude. And how about Mariano Rivero? Rivero. Mariano Rivera's cousin, Mariano Rivero. No, Mariano Rivera. <laughs> he wears cuts. He used to throw a cutter. That's marketing. Cuts is perfectly tailored fit. They're insanely comfortable with the sharp look, with tees, hoodies, polos, so you can look great no matter the occasion. Uh, cuts they've got the long sleeve henley short sleeve crew neck they've got it you got to go check out their website it's cutsclothing.com and with yanks cutsclothing.com slash yanks you'll get 15% off the only shirt worth wearing whoa cuts that's a big one join thousands of men who have already made the simple decision to elevate their wardrobe with cuts that's cutsclothing.com slash yanks 15% off uh, all right. Let's do. Uh, I've got burns. You got burns. I got burns, man. I'd love to hear them. I'm ready to go. The markets Yankees ace Garrett Cole would go all juice world, fighting demons at Fenway Park versus Nick. When I say I need you, you say Plovetta for the Sox. Two games in the Commonwealth, and as I mentioned. The Red Sox are home. Casas with the big Oppo Field homer. It's 2-0 Boston. Marwin likes his order so much, he says, I'll have what he's having. Tying it up at Deuce. Reese Mark McGuire joins the homer race with his first of the year. It's 3-2 socks. but Judge would keep his 55 homer lead on McGuire. That's 56 for the big fella into the Boston bullpen. It's three to three, but Bogots goes all Doctor Xavier as the X-Man homers four to three. Big Aaron Judge, he's eyeing an early retirement with number 57. Are you kidding me? 44 and it's Buno's Kanto's bases loaded, two outs. Hey, hey, Glavy, ah. Oh, I wanna know—are you back looking like a five-year high school reunion because everyone's coming home? Seven-four Yanks. Whoa, it's seven-six. But Wandy slides one past Devers. Cole had the homer problem again, but the offense picks him up. Cole the Licky to the Greasers. Lou, Johnny, Clay, and Wandy. Yanks win seven-six in. All right. So this kicked off the Yankees series. We had the off day Monday. We go up to Boston. We got Cole in the chamber. We get the lineup. We guessed the lineup accurately on the midweek episode, which traditionally had been tough to do this year. It's rare. But they essentially rolled the same lineup, except Jose Trevino came back. He was on paternity leave. Uh, so he was in there. Uh, and, yeah, in this game, Cole gets clipped by Casas, who big prospect for the Red Sox. If you saw him this series, he's the beast of a man. He He's like Judge Stanton, Clay Holmes size, big lefty. Big fellow. Just fella. poked his bat out there off a of Cole fastball, and it went over the monster. He's been having a tough go so far, but he's a guy Boston has big Hopes for he gets the first one, and you're like, God, Cole, Fenway, what are we doing? Marwin answers out of nowhere, (laughs) and uh, that'll surprise you if you've been in some of Marwin's numbers this year. But he was having really good at bats, and he's been getting playing time, and, man, that matters. It, It really does. Then Fenway Park, which, constant reminder, we love Fenway Park. Speaking for myself and James, at least. It's baseball, right? It's Fenway, the green monster. It's also ridiculous. A lot of quirks. There's a monster wall. There's a triangle in center field. It's like 298 down the right field line. Just barely. And then it goes out really deep to be a monster right field. Reese McGuire just tugs one around the pole. Some jokes about that on the internet. (laughs) If you want to look into it. That's on your own time. That was a Fenway job. Whatever. The guy's first of the year. I don't know what you're supposed to do. Not do it because you're Garrett Cole. That's kind of the answer. Judge answers. Pandemonium. We're in the home run race. And Bogats uh, gets Garrett. And Garrett, you know, funny press conference. Garrett Cole gave Xander a lot of love. Judge Again. Um, and then Glaber has a moment, which you know we're probably talking about him later. But his swing in that at bat, the inside-out swing on the down and inside sinker in the right center field is what that man is special at when he plays baseball. Yep.
1: Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, biggest thing to discuss from this game, I think, will get discussed soon. Hmm. On the offensive end. Uh, and Glaber's another one that I think gets discussed soon. Uh, is there anything with the bullpen?
0: Wandy at the end. Um, it got hairy. Um, Clay Holmes comes in. He pitched a solid ninth ground out, ground out line out. He came back in. He hits McGuire with a pitch and then he strikes out Pham. Wandy comes in single. Uh, so now you've got bases loaded in a game where judges hit two homers. You just went up three runs, and it's like, holy crap, the like, potential game winning run? Is that the dish? What are we doing? Uh, wild pitch, <laughs> which is fun. Uh, he threw a great pitch to get Bogarts out on a weak fly ball. And then after the wild pitch, uh, seven pitch at bat to Devers, strikes him out with a beautiful slider. First slider of the at bat. He's been so good against lefties this year; the numbers are insane. Uh, to make Devers look like that was very impressive, and it was, you know, again could be an award, but it was a very Wandy Peralta moment. Very Wandy, just a brutal situation, uh, and he he doesn't That's sweat. That's where he thrives. He doesn't sweat.
1: Um, I think only other. Decision in this game was the was the Hicks pinch hit and
0: extras. Right, how about pinch that
1: for for Trevino?
0: Kudos to the broadcast. You guys know I do that whenever I can. Uh, they were playing for the walk again, which they've openly discussed in, uh, you know, some of Boone's press conferences when Gallo was with <sighs> the team. Hicks had a had a pinch hit. There's times when they look for the walk and they believe in the walk. And this time it worked out, and kudos to Hicks. He had a great at-bat. He was fouling pitches off. Uh, Familia, I believe that's who he pinched it again. He's a traditionally wild pitcher. He ended up having three walks uh, hmm. in his inning of work. So, yeah, they pushed the button there for Trevi, who has, you know, if you look up Jose Trevino's last ten games coming into the they're pretty rough. Um, hopefully paternity dad and every paternity dad. Hey, paternity dad, hmm. hopefully paternity leave, coming back, maybe cleared his mind, gets him through that. And, uh, yeah, Hicks has a great at-bat. It earns him to start the next night, which kind of leaves a left-field conversation, which we've been – is another fun one in Yankee land that I think we're going to have the rest of the way. Um,
1: yeah, Marwin double yeah. play, following it up, so feels a right. little, feels a little silly.
0: Marwin Um, double play, which took the bat out of Judge's hands. Uh, So that was brutal because we thought we were going to get a chance for a potential three-homer game. Judge has three hits, which, you know, the triple crown is crazy in reach for Judge. I mean, a couple good nights and a couple Bogarts bad nights, and uh, it would just be a cherry on top of maybe the coolest ice cream Sunday of a season just the fact that it's a conversation
1: we're happening with with three weeks to go. Yeah,
0: pretty cool. And it's at baseball. We are just we're not wired the same way, you know. Judge after that game was hitting three ten, which back in the day, you know, your league batting title guy was going to be three thirty range, maybe something like that. Like at least if they're having a really good year, you're looking at a 340, 350 type. Uh, baseball has changed. People. Uh, Bogart's coming into tonight. Led it with three eighteen. Uh, I think that number I, went down because he made, I don't think he got a hit tonight, right?
1: I don't believe so. I mean, Judge is one of, I think, six players above 300 in the AL. Yeah. It's one just, of them's
0: Benny. Just a different sport. And maybe the shift next year uh, being eliminated will change that. But for now, it is not. Uh, I don't think there's anything else from this game. Cole, we'll see. Yankee mf'er might be brutal today.
1: I have, like, one uh, that's, like, half obvious. We'll see if there, we circle
0: up on Cole. But, yeah, I mean, Fenway Park, he has not been good.
1: Homers, glad we aren't in Fenway in the playoffs. Yeah,
0: I mean, for this year, it's not an issue. But, you know, next year's PPP, circle it, and we'll talk about it then.
1: He didn't help it out this year. No.
0: No. Uh, Let's do game two. Let's do it. Let's do it.
1: On your mark, get set, burn.
0: Yankees going for the mini-sweep and keeping their happy days alive Socks Sox pitcher Brian Scott Bayo Wow! King Nestor takes the hill for New York like my college experience. We're scoreless through four, and it's Fenway in Williamsport. Little League home run for Glaber Torres after a Bogats error and then a snowball fight. Wee! The ball is in right field all of a sudden. 3-0, Yanks. Hey, make it 3-1. Red Sox go full Cisco. Let me see that one. But there's a new proud papa. Trevino off the monster. 4-1. A little fortitude by the Sox as they dink and dunk Laza. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you. Ugly ninth inning both ways, but the Yankees... Win five to three. Nestor to Clark to Johnny to Clay. They sweep the Sox in Fenway. Let's go Yanks, man!
1: Let's go Yanks!
0: Let's go a Yanks. This was Nestor coming back, still on a pitch pitch limit. Second start back. Throws sixty-five pitches, five innings, one earned uh yeah we're scoreless you're kind of it's a getaway day we talked about the weird off days coming up for the yankees because there's really no rain out makeups that this time of year is scheduled for and then the glaber hit which kudos to him uh because it was beautiful inside out to right field that was his third hit of the day at the time he was three for three hello and Hicks was going to score on that ball anyways, IMO. Uh, I think th- so. The throw was off. But there was an error earlier in the inning, so it was going to be unearned anyways. But then the Red Sox, the catcher fields it. He was having a tough day throwing. Uh, it was my guy Wong back there. He threw it into right field. Glabers, huffing and puffing, just beats the throw in. Little League homer, that's fun. And hey, know what's funny? Remember how bad it felt? when was it the Rays that went up 3 nothing on us and it felt like the world fell on our heads and there was no chance to win the game? Kind of nice to be on the other side of that. Uh, and it's a little bit shots fired at the Red Sox. And, I mean, talk to any Red Sox fan at this point. The, the season has gotten away from them. Uh, their goals have, have changed. They're starting to look towards next year, 69-74 and 74 after tonight. Uh, but yeah, to be th- be up three nothing and be like I'm, I'm pretty sure we're gonna win this game. Even when it got hairy in the eighth, a I thought uh, Johnny LaZa was gonna get the double play ball. They did kind of some creative base running by JD Martinez that you don't see on a baseball field a lot. As he misses the bag, and then I mean at the end, uh, a little bit of a wonky ninth inning, but. Yankees win Clark looks really good, which remember that bullpen? Remember that bullpen combo I told you to have with yourself? That's something. Hmm. Uh, Glaber three-hit day, which I think we'll talk about soon. Something I don't think we'll talk about, but it segues from last game. Aaron Hicks starts in left field. Andujar had started seven games in a row or something like that. Uh yeah, so Hicks gets the start in left field after his good at bat last night, and uh, I think you got to be honest about it. Going back into salary considerations and how Yankees have treated these two players over the past years, depending what updates we get on Benny, which again don't expect them to be good. Uh, left field is probably going to come down to Aaron Hicks, Miguel Andujar. Uh, and as Waldo Cabrera, yeah. who hasn't played left field, but he's looked good, but he hasn't really hit they, have, they haven't put him there, hasn't fully gone he's been good defensively um he has been playing and batting sixth or fifth almost every day for a while now, so again, that's a fun one to have with yourself, and especially when Harrison Bader is on this team in about a week and he's in center and judges in right or is he? I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. But left field, there's a lot of answers. The answers are becoming very apparent everywhere else between uh, Judge Bader, Stanton DH, Rizzo, Glaber, IKF, Donaldson. Uh, We'll see if DJ can get back in the mix. It's not looking great. We know our catchers. Like I said, the pitching's a good problem. Left field is the one you're circling. Uh, and then obviously if there is a Carpenter uh Carpenter DJ update that's good, that changes the equation. And then I didn't include Benny there because uh if Benny somehow gets back involved, there's your That's the it dancer, ends the left field discussion. I mean what regardless of what the bat's doing. Kinda who he is defensively, even a Benny with a limited bat is a Pretty solid left fielder. So,
1: yeah. not that he has a lot of pop anyway. So I don't know how much how much it fully changes if the contact tools there.
0: Yeah. So that's uh again, if you're looking for fun Yankee combos to have online or with us, we'll be doing them on the show probably the rest of the way. Have every Tuesday you, up. Have them with your buddies or you know. By now, a lot of you know the people on online that uh, some some hoodie they gang chat with. Max Manus is always looking at chat. Um, Everybody reply to Talking Yanks. Yeah. You'll find a chat.
1: Everybody in the lineup besides Hicks and Marwin get hits, hmm. and Marwin gets a walk. Okay. Uh, which I was gonna say is all the people you expect to be part of a postseason lineup. But Hicks and Marwin kind of in the mix for left field. So yeah, Marwin. I guess that would be the
0: has played left field for
1: us. Been this year. over there. Would love to get as well a game over there. See it.
0: Yeah, I guess this is a little weird. I mean, Yankees were 2 for 13 with runners in scoring mm. position. Boston was 1 for 10 with runners in scoring position. Boston has three errors in this game. Marwin has a somewhat costly one. Uh, and the Yankees score three of their five runs on a, you know, two-error play. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, doesn't... I wouldn't be walking around puffing your chest. Uh, but they beat... Uh, Boston team that's struggling a little bit, and you know, like we said, eight and two in their last ten. And I'm gonna t- I'm gonna ask you to not listen to the Yankees podcast from ten games ago because we were in a dark place. Yankees, Yankees were playing a a bad brand of baseball, about as bad as it gets. And uh, they're starting to dig out, which is really good. And again, <laughs> in another less than a week, this team is going to change significantly more. Um. Johnny gets dinked and dunked. Clay didn't look super sharp, but good enough to get it done in a three-run game. Clarky, I think I think I might save, because that feels like a guy we're probably going to talk about. So, uh, anything else on the two games, peeps?
1: I think, think that's it. Everything else will be discussed.
0: All right, well, we will go on to awards, and the first award we give you is... Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. And it's brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook. NFL's opening week was nuts. My goodness, if you watch that 3.30 to 4.30, NFL has a way. Baseball has a way, too. And we're going to have it all October and late September. Uh, But if you're looking to get in on that NFL action, Sunday's kind of your check-in NFL day, if you bet $5 on any football game, you'll get $200 in free bets instantly. At DraftKings. And if your team goes up 10, this is a fun one they're doing now. You get paid instantly. I think there was three or four games this weekend. And games that switched. I think Atlanta went up huge on New Orleans. Mm. um, And they ended up losing that game. But because they were up 10 at any point, your bet gets paid out. So that's not a bad deal to have. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBOY to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code JOMBOY, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Pride of the Yankees. Beebs, I think you, you, and you have the JOM honor spot. I believe so. That makes sense. Uh and I and
1: fortunately for us, I, I think there's two guys um that are like two and a half guys to be considered for two spots. Okay. Uh so I'll I'll take the easy one. I'll go Aaron Judge. That's a good one. Five hundred batting average, four for eight, six hundred OBP across the two games, two more homers. He's up to fifty-seven. Yeah. Um in most episodes, he can be the pride of the Yankees, and this is one of them. He's been racking them up <laughs> of late, and it's... For a while, he was probably lagging behind where he should be. He is now, this is his 15th. So that's pretty good. Yeah, if you... And he's having that kind of year.
0: If you don't know, he's at 57 home runs. Uh, our guy Sweeney, Sweeney Murdy, tweeted it out yesterday he's basically been on a home run every two game pace for two months now it's incredible I I get keep keep getting reminded that he's playing center field which Mm I think you know Dave I think it was Dave Schoenfield came out with an article at ESPN which was comparing judges season to like all the seasons all time uh and the fact that it's while he's playing center field, which is a position that's normally lesser offensively, you know, they're comparing him to bonds in the steroids era. They're comparing him to, I think it's like Mickey Mantle's 57 or something like that. Comparing him to Maris's 61 comparing Ruth's 27 or any Babe Ruth season, really. Um, and the fact that he's doing that while playing center field, while in a contract year, mm. um, while carrying the load of this Yankees team for so long. Like I just said, we're 10 days removed from this team being considered nothing short of a disaster. I know we're a Yankees podcast. I believe Aaron Judge is your American League MVP if things ended today. Uh, His war is better than Otani's. There's good team, bad team stuff, which I know can get tricky in a debate um, because I, I, I think the one that me and Trevor have talked about this on Talking Baseball a lot. You know, if if you switch these guys' places, I think the Yankees are still a first place team, and I think the Angels are probably still a last or wherever they are in the AL West. I think they might be second to last. Um, and that's that point cannot be countered, but that probably shouldn't be held against Aaron Judge either, that he's on a contender and helping lead their way through it. So he, I think he's leading in like nine important baseball categories currently. He's got a chance at the triple crown. It's very much looking like he's going to beat and break the home run record, which
1: after after this series it became like fully for me personally it became fully oh, I'm now expecting it to happen. And at least I I think now as we get going, it's going to start getting loud on a on a national scale. They're like, oh, he is right there now.
0: Yeah, I, I think now that we're in the upper 50s, I, I think you're really starting to see the juice on the internet and news and passing is tweeting it and, you know, ESPN, Scott Van Pelt. Like, everyone's all in at this point. And it's funny, they had to wake up a little bit, and me and Beebs were talking about this on Wake and Jake, was that he because he's been ahead of the pace for so long the feel of it is super unique because the things in play here are a there's the steroid era so the home run record is (laughs) technically not the home run record and judgy in a press conference and i think smartly said he's like i'm i'm not chasing that really like i'm I you know seventy three is the home run record. I'm trying to win games. Very Aaron Judge. You you guys know the deal at this point. Um, that you know he's kind of taken sixty one as far off the radar as he can, and it's so funny. The New York media is so funny. Someone asked Boone if the, he thought in his heart of hearts that Judge had an idea what was going on, and Booney was like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Booney like scoffed and was like. You know, kind of like, you know, because think about it, how much of a trap that question is. Your two options are, no, Aaron Judge has no idea what's happening, which means he's like blind to the world. Or the other option is like, oh, yeah, Judgey knows and he's he's locked into this. Really good question in a way. Also, stop it. Uh, I mean, we know what's (laughs) happening. Uh, And then Jack Curry, Michael K. on the calls, is reminding you every time how big this (gasps) is. Jack Curry in the studio is reminding us that we almost need to start going crazier. Like, this just seems so normal. And, like, Judge is carrying himself, and he's been so consistently good that breaking 61 should not feel normal at all. It should feel like pure chaos. It's very rare anyone never flirts with it. And they normally fade out pretty hard. Um, He's on pace for, I think, 64 now or 65. He is incredible. He is the pride of the Yankees. Um, and the two home runs were such judgy and homers, to steal K's word. I mean, opposite field into uh, the Red Sox bullpen, and then light tower power <laughs> on a ball he didn't fully connect with, just out of Fenway.
1: Both of them tying the game at the time.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, important for the game.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is this is something I haven't shared yet. I shared in the office today, I think, with BBD and Zach. Or maybe it was just Zach. I was torturing Zach today. Uh, do you think there are any young Red Sox fans oh, that, yes. that are in that crucial fandom moment of being young and learning what sports are and becoming a loving, rabid fan of the game? Do you think there's any Red Sox fans that are making the switch to Yankee fans right now? Just a couple. I'm not saying like the whole stadium is doing it. Mm-hmm. But you know, a couple kids from 8 to 12, maybe they're pissed at their parents that day. A couple and, punks. And they're watching Aaron Judge break the home run record. I don't know. I don't know. It's a little <laughs> shaky theory. Um, but Judge is awesome. Yeah,
1: We did. did the whole segment on Wake and Jake, but... I think also you know, if it if it happens, uh, it's going to be looked back on pretty pretty well, like historically. This is the last year of defensive shifts, which don't affect the homers, right. but affect everything else. When we're talking about how he's contending for for batting title stuff, balls aren't juiced anymore, allegedly. Um, it's been a, a a down offensive season. It's it's going to be looked uh, looked back on, like really well there's an argument age really well there's
0: an argument we're watching the best offensive season all time um mike trout is second in the american league in home runs with 35 our guy's on pace for 60s mid 60s there's
1: there's a chance he lands in the mid 60s and nobody else in the al has over 40
0: crazy crazy that's a good pride peeps i think so do you have one I do. I think I'm going to take the other one that feels obvious. Obvious. Um, I will take Glaber Torres out. Uh, ooh, I feel a little bad. You took him last time. That's fine. I I have no problem. I'm I'm drinking the Glaber Kool Aid as much as possible. Uh, three hits today. I my final award. I think or, or final where I left everyone with Glaber last time was like keep this going. I said last episode. I wanted to hear on the ALDS broadcast when Glaber Torres comes up that they're like, this is the guy in the Yankees lineup. This last month of games, he's been hitting 350 with a 900 OPS. Three hits tonight, and the base is clearing hit mm-hmm. yesterday. And I, you know, as we get deeper and deeper in this. Oh, the other thing I wanted to mention to Judge that was getting me emotional was. The fact that in a cool way, we're going to be able to say we covered the Aaron Judge home run season. Like when Michael Kay is in the booth and he talks about covering the 96 Yankees, we get to say we're doing that kind of. So uh, a quick little thank you again to everyone that supports us and is a part of this. So that's really cool. glaber Torres, if you didn't see it somehow and you're listening to this, the pitch off Amelia, it's a down and in sinker. A guy that... Has been a sinker ball pitcher for a long time in Major League Baseball. Obviously not on top of his game. Got released after the game. Sorry. But for Glaber Torres to get his hands inside that ball, barrel it up, drive it to right center field at Fenway, clear the bases, make it 4-4 to 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 7-4, and continue this heater he is on. You know, he still has a chance. We were talking about this in the office, and it's something players do think about. Josh Donaldson, even if he finds that hot streak we've been begging for, his numbers on the year aren't going to look like where Josh Donaldson wants them. You know, uh, the homers are going to be low. The on-base percentage is going to be lower than he thought. The the power, like, kind of all around, he's got to just put that out the window and be the best Josh Donaldson he could be the rest of the way. And in postseason, your numbers reset. And let's see it, kid. Glaber Torres can still have an like an awesome year if he finishes up these last three weeks or so. You know, he can have a high sevens OPS. He can hit in the two sixties with t- around twenty five homers or so. Like that's a very nice baseball season. And as BBD was mentioning, it's a year where offense is down. So even if some of those numbers don't seem too gaudy. Like his OPS plus coming in tonight was 102. He's been 2% above league average and the year on the whole. Couple good weeks. You know, Glaber Torres can have a very nice season, one that he can feel good enough and go into the playoffs hot, kid. Because just a reminder, and I'll probably be saying these stats a few times the rest of the way Glaber Torres, 325, 413 on base, a 988 OPS in 22 playoff games. If he's hot going into the playoffs, That can change the equation for the Yankees. So, uh, I think we hit the two big prides there. I
1: think so. The other half point I was thinking of, uh, it sounded like you might
0: be eyeing. Mm -hmm. I guess we will see. Uh, BBD, you can hit the next sound effect. I don't know. (sighs) You Yankee motherfucker. Damn, felt like it hit harder today.
1: The hard, hard cut.
0: Yeah, right? What was that? Every that now sound? And and
1: then? Then. Every now and then it really hits.
0: Um do you have someone you wanna give it to? <sighs> I I do. I mean
1: it's a two game can sweep be, so can hard. Be quick like, and I think this will be pretty tidy. Um I, I think it's Clay Holmes. You pitched twice and gave up runs
0: both times. Okay, interesting.
1: I don't wanna dwell on it. The first inning was clean yesterday, but uh but yeah, and he's uh he's him being right is pretty important. So let's get fully right
0: again. Uh I'm not off him, but no because he came into low leverage tonight. I know it's still a save opportunity, but it's Boston getaway day, 5-2 ugly game, whatever. I'm not giving a full excuse, but it is whatever. Uh the one before he had a clean inning, he comes out for the next one, hits a guy in the foot, and, you know, I think Wandy ends up letting that one score on a doogie hit. So I'm not going to rip him apart for that one, but um, I think the conversation, and that's where we want to get to with, with these awards. Yeah, man, I, I, I tweeted it out last night. I hadn't thought about Clay Holmes, and so there's a little loophole here too, right? So, Clay Holmes pitched an important inning in the doubleheader game, the game that me and Jimmy went to. But me and Jimmy were at that game, so we couldn't, like, see Clay Holmes or feel that moment how you normally do. So, if you take that out, it had been a week and a half since Clay Holmes had pitched in. I watched Clay Holmes pitch on TV, pitch in an important game. There's a good stat for Mm. you. Take that, Jack Curry. Analytics. When he came out in that game, I was like, whoa, I forgot how important this guy is. We had gotten so lost in the lineup, so lost in the injuries. Clay Holmes is such an important piece to the Yankees making a World Series run this year, which let's be honest, now that we're fixing things and we've right in the ship and guys are getting healthy, that's the Yankees' goal this season. Judges having a historic season. We signed Garrett Cole a couple years back. We, we had a 15-game lead in the division. We added guys at the deadline. The goal of this season is World Series. And if that's the goal, now that we're getting everything else figured out, that Clay Holmes one is massive. Um, so, yeah, I mean, circle it the rest of the way. Luckily, there's off days coming up. Hopefully they can strategically use those to keep Clay fresh. And Clay needs to instill a little bit more confidence in us. Like, have a couple, give us a couple clean ones the rest of the way so we, we don't need to talk about it. That would be ideal. Um, it's a good one, Babes. MF yeah. is tough. It's a and tough the, one. They didn't give us a ton of options, which is a, a
1: good trait.
0: Yeah, there's only two games. Um, Sheesh. I guess. No, I don't want to do that. Ah, should I do that? I can't give it to Oswaldo, right? Uh, I see
1: someone else I guess I'd give it to before. Um,
0: Marwin error kind of hurt me today. Is it Donaldson? I think so. Yeah.
1: I think so. All
0: right, Band-Aid mode. Donaldson goes one for nine. Uh, it feels like we got hyped up one more time because he had another one more big day at the stadium. He had that ball go off the wall, and then he hit a hit homer after that. I don't know. I I guess we just keep talking ourselves in that there's going to be a, a Josh Donaldson, and man, at this point... I hope he proves us wrong. Um, Because, yeah, I saw someone in the chat just say Stanton, and technically Stanton kind of outdid Donaldson in this series. So, (sighs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I
1: don't love it. I don't know what the deal with that pimps fly ball in his first set bat was. I don't know if you got to see it. I saw the replay. That was Um, weird. It's just... It's just the weirdest. I've, I've seen it. Like I, I, don't really get on him for that generally, but it was weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. this guy that if he's right, and you, and it feels like that's it's still in there. So if he, and if he's right, that changes so much, and the glove's been so good. I think he, he had a nice throw tonight at one point, um, which he's had all year yeah it, it feels like one of the spots that hey ratches it up
0: they won both games won I'm, both games it's hard i'm uh it is what it is i guess i I'm more mad at myself that I keep thinking jD can kick in a gear and I hope at some point he does because it changes the dynamic of the team and i see in the chat you know jD's d yeah I love it I love it it's fantastic there's a lot of plays he he cut IKF on a couple tough balls today to make the sure thing, uh, but yeah, that uh, mm, if he's gonna be in the lineup, he's gotta hit a little more. Hey, tough mfers, I'm already over it. Let's move on. Two games sweat set they won. Sweat both. the Red
1: Sox. We're we're got you got a nitpick.
0: We're dancing on graves. Uh, let's do the awards to round out. The show regular awards. regular awards. Do you have a first award beeps?
1: I have a first award. Thinking of what it, I, I think it, it's the I'm ready award. Wow. Why are um, you Why are
0: you giving this to Clark Schmidt? I'm not giving it to Clark oh.
1: Schmidt. Oh. Um. Damn. It's going to Isaiah Connor falefa Our guy, IKF. Yeah, he has another quality series. Frankly, I haven't noticed any defense at short since he's gone back there. Um, it's been a pretty extended run of at least quality uh, plate appearances since the start of August. 270 with a 710 OPS that that's fine since the start of September. It's uh not including tonight's game but he got he got on one more time uh at least he got a hit and a walk tonight. Nope, just yes, yes. Yeah. So it's even better than this now I think but September it's been 10 games of a 955 OPS entering tonight. Um he's been he's been good and the Yankees have shown no reason he won't be the guy in the playoffs. Uh I I am ready for
0: it. I've i I'm, I'm I've come fully to terms. He also, we love a good round number. He stole yes. twenty bases. I forgot that's the other reason he was on my heart. Stole twenty bases on the season, not this series. Um so yeah, I mean, twenty stolen bases. The batting average is around two seventy. It's um you know our qualm with i k f this year was on balls coming in, and there's a lot of numbers and, and you've heard a lot of them here, and there's more you haven't heard of um that this guy was supposed to be the slapstick guy that played crazy defense he makes some nice plays. I think he's even gotten better Good as defensive this, game tonight. He's gotten better as this season's gone on on the nicer plays, the high level plays, so I appreciate that um but yeah. He, uh, if the rest of the guys come back and do their thing and he plays defense and he does, he's IKF with the bat, it shouldn't get in the way of what the Yankees want to do. I do think, like David Cohn said on Tone the Slab this week, um, you know, I, th- I think the Yankees would have loved to see some more Peraza. Uh, if, they c- if they could go back in time, see Peraza play for four weeks in June, to see what that felt like, but they missed the boat on that and it, it's very apparent that they're scared to play the kid out out there um it doesn't though, seem like it's the plan even though he looked okay he didn't play in this series so if he's piece at the bottom of that lineup with
1: the the element of a stolen base this guy that the opposing pitcher and defense have to have to keep in mind at least um 20 20's a real number.
0: 20s are a very real number, especially in today's baseball. And the other thing, and, you know, it's, it was a part of this. You mentioned IKF has been playing well recently. Uh, he's got a three fifty one batting average in September. You know, maybe seeing the kid at shortstop, you know, motivation is, is a real thing, and competition. So he's, uh, he's been playing very well the month of September. He also yeah. had
1: a had a very nice post game interview tonight. With it's the, a great interview. Field. Everything, every time he's talked, he's nailed it. It's nice things to say about Glaber. I think it's clear he's he's liked in the locker room. IKF, um, and he got me excited about playoff Glaber too, which I like.
0: Ooh, playoff G. Um i am going to give out uh the i'm gonna give out the serrano award serrano serrano how how's that spelled uh i believe it is spelled c e r r a n o is that like major league it sure is
1: Wow. Let's see. He's
0: all over that. it. Will he get the point?
1: Is it Giancarlo Stanton?
0: Ooh, it's not. That's a really good guess. That's probably what I would have guessed, too. No half points, unfortunately. No,
1: the other guess would be the normal the normal game, but I didn't guess that.
0: Uh I am going to Aswalde Cabrera. Ooh. The other kid. Um because famously pedro serrano as we're now getting some some in the chat uh straight ball i hit very much uh but he really struggled with the curve uh and we we talked about it in the midweek you see it in his at bats the off speed stuff is fooling him and by the way it fools a lot of young players so i'm not ruling him out but if he wants to be in the mix for october and i mean really in the mix not a defensive replacement, because I think he could do that tomorrow. Everywhere we've put him, the kid seems lights out. You know, there's, there's some guys that play positions. There's some guys that catch, field, and throw kind of wherever they're at. He's got that. He's got to do something against the breaking ball. And, hey, kind of, I guess this is where everything I just said about Peraza and how the Yankees probably would have go back in time and give him some run in June same with Cabrera, man. Uh, he's been in the middle of the lineup now for how long? Four weeks? <laughs> yeah. That let's see who comes back and everything, and maybe he's a defensive replacement, but would have loved to give him some more reps at the major league level this year because he's really he's struggling with the off-speed stuff, um, and pitchers know it right now, and he knows it right now, and that's a bad feeling when you're coming to the plate. When both sides know what's kind of going to happen. So hmm. hopefully uh, hopefully, we can see some of that the rest of the way. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's a guy that could be in play. And depending, when you start really crunching the playoff roster, is that guy a potential backup shortstop come October? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Outfield situation impacts yeah. that possibility.
0: So uh, hopefully... Uh, my guy can hit hit a couple of the curves. So, uh, what's your final award, Biebs? Final award.
1: Huh. Totally not stalling. Yeah. Nobody's ever done that. Not I.
0: Said the fly. Looking at the I love this guy award. Wow. Love yeah. on the table. Going to Nestor, man. Wow, didn't let me guess. That's minus a point. Minus a point. I get it now. I think you got the point. So everyone mark that down. Nestor.
1: Uh, Just, man, I love that guy. Yeah. Another good outing. Five innings, a run. Limited pitch count. You talk about his hair? Dude, the buzz cut made me laugh. It looked funny today. Uh, And, like... (laughs) The nicest way. I really yeah. liked it. Um, it's Nestor. That, that's like who he is. Yeah, it's Nestor he looks so smart. happy with it. Uh, he broke out one of his funkier deliveries we've seen in a little bit. I, you always like that. He he gets built as a guy who does it a lot. He does like one kind of funky thing a game, I think. But uh, he doesn't really need that anymore. And I love it.
0: Yeah. He's like clearly
1: the game two guy at this point. Um, depending on how things line up, I guess.
0: I was scared to throw it out early in the season. I was scared to throw it out last year. Uh, El Duque, for those that went on the ride with him, I mean, another guy that was king of the world, had fun playing baseball, uh, was silly, had kids replicating his stuff, playing wiffle ball in the yard, blitz ball now. Um, Yeah, man, and I mean, it's, uh, you know, remember the first half of the conversation, Conversation this year was will it last? And now it's you know it's kind of who this guy is. Like he was lights out last year. Nestor was 290 RA in 93 innings. This year he's 273 coming into tonight. With a strikeout per inning in 135. He gets his 10th win of the year. Uh he is our two. And yeah, I mean, he doesn't do the funky stuff now. But He did against Devers in like a big moment, which is almost more impressive. He breaks it out. I don't
1: right when I guess when you need it when you do need it most. Like I guess it makes sense you break it out for a big spot, but it's funny.
0: You can hear Cone talk about how awesome it is on the broadcast uh, because it is Uh, the whole story itself. I know is a story that he made the All Star team, and if he gets a big playoff start, which I think all Yankee fans hope he gets a couple big playoff starts this year. You know, the story of Nestor is incredible. Orioles didn't want this guy. Mariners didn't want this guy. Yankees half didn't want this guy. And now he and the Yankees have turned himself into an incredible pitcher. You know, when everyone went on that trade value website at the deadline, Hmm. like Nestor's like a top two or three most valuable guy because he's on a team-friendly contract. And if he's this good... That's insane. That's insane. Um, That is a good one, Uh, Biebs. Nestor. Build him back up for the playoffs and let him go to work. Uh, My next award and the final most prestigious award of the episode is the the two-strike award I'm um, so I might take it back. Oh,
1: taking it back.
0: I'm going to do the the ch- <gasps> the chipping award. The chipping. Award. The chipping award.
1: I'm going to guess Clark Schmidt.
0: You're right. I mean, I kind of gave it away. Earlier on, because I really said I want to talk about him. And then I guessed it for yours. But, I'll give you the point. Take the point. Clark, the point. Clark Schmidt, I think, had an important outing tonight. He pitched two innings out of the bullpen. Three strikeouts, 20 pitches, no hits, no walks. Why I think that's important. Again, do your roster crunch at home. I think what tonight was. Clark Schmidt. While he came out in his first inning, Lucas Lickie got up in the bullpen in case he got in trouble. So what does that mean, Jakey? That means they were willing to use Clark Schmidt for 12, 14, 15 pitches. Why is that important? Every time Clark Schmidt does that, his potential stamina Goes down a notch. If this is a video game, his stamina bar would drop a little bit. Because pitchers need to be built up. That's why we do spring training. That's why we count pitches and all that stuff. I think the Yankees have announced that the long man role in the bullpen will either be Domingo Herman or a Jamison Tyone or Frankie Montas. Like, we have options. What a... Maybe Savvy
1: if he's we'll
0: see what Sevy looks like, but we just we just named six starting pitchers who are stretched out, right? So the long man role in the bullpen is gonna come from one of those guys. Domingo still has the option to maybe be a two-inning flex guy. We'll see. But he's stretched out. Clark Schmidt is getting less stretched out. And there's other options for that role that are bona fide MLB guys. Clark Schmidt is now competing for a somewhat true reliever role. Now, does he have two-inning ability that maybe a couple guys don't have? Yes. I mean, how many true one-inning guys are currently in the Yankees bullpen? I mean, I guess Chapman if he comes back, but he's currently not there. Yeah.
1: Britain Britton if he comes back, currently not there. Efros, I, I think, would, would be a one so currently not there
0: clark schmidt is now battling the bullpen guys for a bullpen start spot and he got off to a great start his um fastball was 95 and was looking good he was throwing a very much more of a slider to righties to get away from the bat and he was throwing more of a curveball to lefties he struck out devers with a beautiful one i believe uh so clark schmidt uh, he's choking up. He's chipping. Like, we don't... No more long irons, I don't think. I think he's emptying the tank for the rest of this year in a one to 2 winning role. Uh, and he's going to be competing with some really interesting names. And I just think maybe the more important thing where I started at, the guys who are going to be thrown into a potential long man role, there's, there's options that are just more MLB war-tested... Than Clark that are gonna have that role, uh. So, I mean, three weeks left, three and a half weeks left. Clark Schmidt's gonna be be put in some big bullpen, high relief moments, and he's gonna get a chance to uh to see what he's got. Yeah, see what he's got. Really interesting. When it's right with Clark, it's beautiful.
1: It's hard hard not to have him in the. In the trust bucket, he's been really nothing but good. Like in,
0: his stats on the year, he's a two five nine ERA guy. Um,
1: he had like the couple. He had a couple weeks there where he was he was getting some starts, and I think like one of them was kind of blah. And he was he was
0: fine in that role, I
1: believe.
0: Yeah, he's he's um, got he's got two bad outings this year. One was like his first full blown start against Oakland. Yes. Uh I believe that was a game that we that we yes simulcasted. Um he gave up four and four. And then he got rocked against the twins, but like my good friend who's not here says, yes. Series against the twins don't matter. So that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um so we did miss a couple things this episode that we do need to hit Garrett Cole, we talked about it. I I think if they lost, he could have been an mf'er. I'm not gonna inexcuse it. He's Garrett Cole. You can't give up that many homers, and especially at Fenway, man. Like his contract isn't up after the year. He's gonna be here for a while. Um, his numbers at Fenway now are straight bad, and he gives up like three home runs every nine yeah. innings at Fenway.
1: Like like this time out, he. He had the good stuff. Like, uh, easy to say outside of the homers, he was great. But those were those were the only hits he gave up. He hit, gets double-digit strikeouts in six innings again. Like, this, this was the best he's looked in a Fenway start, I think, stuff-wise. But uh, the homers still happened.
0: So, yeah, and, again, you, you guys know I'm a sucker for a cold press conference by now. At the end of the game, kind of funny. He was clearly frustrated and didn't like his performance, but he gave the – well, the team won today, so I'm happy. Hmm. So that's pretty good. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the, the Fenway stuff, again, let's put it in our rear view for now. We're definitely going to have to address it next year. Luckily, the Red Sox will not be in the playoffs, so it's over. Uh, and maybe – uh, and I'm not going to excuse Garrett, but hopefully that's his last kind of meh one for the year. He's going to have three or four the rest of the way, depending how the Yankees do it. Um, Cole usually goes in four or five stretches with his good starts, and then there's a meh one. Let's head into the postseason hot, uh, big fella. Yeah,
1: that's like, Garrett, we, we can table this for now. Revisit it in the winter and next spring, and uh, yeah, yeah. So I, don't, I don't think it's an issue the rest of the way. I guess they play the Red Sox one more
0: time, but not in Fenway. Over it. Um, let's see. The bullpen was generally well. Johnny gives up a dinker dunker. Uh Marwin hit a cool home run in this series. Yeah. Also had an untimely error. It's it's whatever. Smoke alarm, fire alarm. Those that know, know. Oh, I, I mean, the other thing that I very much wanted to talk about didn't... Oh, people wanted us to be in tough on Stanton. Yeah, sucks. He, he hit the home run off the position player, and then he hit another home run, and we all really started dreaming. A la Donaldson. He could have got the mf um, but he didn't. Uh, And yeah. a, a couple of his at-bats he did get pitched to really well. Uh. But he also is clearly still not full tilt standing. So
1: he, he, we were hoping it was the start of a breakout, and we're not there. But at the same time, he got a hit in each of these games. So I'm not. It, it was. I wasn't gonna give him an 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 M for that. But I understand. Struck out four times today.
0: And maybe we're yet to mention it. The most light hearted part of this series. A guy that I'm endeared to, uh, and it's exactly for moments like this. Estevan Florial comes in to pinch run uh, at first base on the Glaber double in the gap. Hmm. Uh, and, you know, it's a deep Fenway right field, and the ball rolled for a while. And you're like, oh, Florial's fast, so he's probably going to score easily. It's a funny moment where there was a pause. Kaster was calling it, and he's... You know, everyone scores. You see the Red Sox cutoff man kind of pump fake. Florio bombing it around third base. uh, Just eats it. Does a full body tumble. And uh, he kind of rolled into it really well and he still ends up scoring. Uh, Kept it moving. The guy is a wild horse. Uh, We saw him slide into first in that doubleheader game I referenced. It was like one of the most powerful things I've seen on a baseball field. The guy's... A very large human and he plays like a wild horse. Uh so I don't know I don't know if it'll ever hit. Uh we'll see. Well, well maybe we'll find out next Your
1: tools are are there. Maybe we'll
0: find out next year. But I mean he is a bull in a china shop. Um Anduhar only plays the first game over four. Um
1: no peraza, no higgy after he got well, I guess yeah. he gets into the first game yeah. technically. He came but, in after
0: that pinch hit,
1: but um yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh where we started this episode out, we're going to Milwaukee. It looks like we're dodging Corbin Benz, who's uh last year's Cy Young winner and really good. These games are gonna mean a lot to Milwaukee. I I don't love playing this game sometimes. Milwaukee's fighting for their season. Uh they've been on the outside looking in at the NL wild card uh for a couple weeks now, like every, they can't have a bad series or their season could be over. Like, they are two games back in the NL wildcard. If the Yankees came in and swept them, you know, that could end Milwaukee's season. So they are going to be scratching and clawing tooth and nail everything they've got. You're probably going to see quick hooks out of their bullpen. Like, they are win every game. And, just a reminder, the Yankees... We don't go everywhere every year that, you know, Milwaukee, this is kind of a big series on multiple level. When the Yankees don't come around and they do come around, the crowd gets hype. It's cool. You're playing the Yankees. Uh, And that's not D-bag Yankee stuff. It's just a historic franchise comes to town. So your your beautiful baseball city gets excited, and Milwaukee is one of those places. So very interested to see the atmosphere, see how much Yankee – uh, how many Yankee fans are in Milwaukee. That's always fun Ooh. to see in a different road park. But the place should be electric. They're fighting for their life. Or, you know, maybe the Yankees do break their spirits and put an end to it. But uh, let's see what goes on in Milwaukee. We will be recapping it on Sunday afternoon. Afternoon. Afternoon, mate. I think I it's like knows. a it could become an
1: evening. Yeah. Again.
0: We will see. I, I
1: guess that... It's on pace for like six, so.
0: And I'll tell you this. If we do well against the Brewers, whether it's two out of three, three out of three, then the hype train and everything gets a little little kooky because let's see where Judge is at in the home run race. That Tuesday game against Pittsburgh should have Rizzo and Bader in the lineup. Like, it's, uh, everything's getting pretty real. Uh, but in a good way. In a good way. So, enjoy the games in Milwaukee this weekend. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, enjoy everything on John Boy Media. I know a lot of you guys know, but we, we have so much stuff going on um, that if you're looking to get away from Yankees for a little bit, we we have it. At There's display. other options. Chris Rose has a football show now. Check that out. we uh,
1: live stream literally like all day oh, yeah, tomorrow.
0: Tomorrow we're doing... Uh, like 11 a.m., we're doing a warehouse sandlot live stream. So I forgot about that, and I will be there in about nine hours. So uh, thank you guys, thank you so much. Tweet at Jim and send him some love. He was he was down bad for a little bit. Chat, you guys were awesome tonight. All the Talking Yanks faithful, we love you so much. See you Sunday. Tell them Rams.
1: Oh Yankees.